Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get Financially Intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bedroom Talks, where we get financially intimate. And today, we're going to spice it up a little bit more, okay? Because that is what this podcast is all about. It's about getting more intimate, getting real, getting raw. And why not bring in the topic of sex when it comes to money. And no, I don't mean paying for it. Okay, so get that out of your head. Let's just dive into this a little bit, okay? Here's the thing. Money can have an impact on our intimate life. Okay, in our relationships, money can impact our intimacy with our partner. And bet you're wondering, well, how is that? How is that the case? So here's the thing. Money and intimacy are intertwined in a variety of ways. Okay. I know you've heard it said before. But let's just reiterate, financial stress can cause a negative impact on your relationship, okay? It can drain you emotionally and physically, and that often leads to tension in relationships. And when there's tension, how willing are you to be intimate with your partner? Think about that. When there is tension in your relationship, especially when it comes to money, how willing are you to be intimate with your partner? And I mean, truly, fully intimate, not just doing the act, okay? Experts have suggested that money-related arguments are a leading cause of stress. This has been said for years, for years. Therapists say it a lot, okay? 
Interestingly enough, couples who report disagreeing about money once a week are 30% more likely to get divorced than those who disagree less often. It's not to say that you're not going to have minor arguments and disagreements along the way, but how often is that happening and how are you navigating that? Are you coming to a resolution that you both can understand, both can be okay with or not? Think about that for a minute, okay? Here's a quote from Dr. Brad Klotz. Financial intimacy is a key ingredient in a successful relationship, and it involves open communication, honesty, and mutual respect for others' money habits and financial goals. Mutual respect. Wow. Wow. We all have different money personalities, and this impacts all of our financial decisions as well as our attitudes toward money. Think about your best perspective of money and your financial goals. Now, when you think about that, consider whether you have an understanding of what your spouse's or your partner's perspective is of money and their financial goals. Is there a difference? Or is there alignment? And if there's not a lot an alignment, how can you work to try to uh, make them connect in some way? And they're not necessarily going to connect in every single way. Okay. But are there touch points? Are there touch points? And can you find ways to work around the areas that are not fully connected? All right. So when you understand your partner's money personality, it can actually help you communicate more effectively and essentially avoid or drastically reduce misunderstandings. Okay. Oh, gosh, I can't tell you how many times I've been in uh, arguments, whether it's a friend or a partner, where there was some kind of misunderstanding because something they said in the beginning, I took to mean a certain way based on my own personal experience and come to find out that's not what they meant. Okay. Oh, let's think about it like this. Think about (laughs) where you grew up. Or maybe where you've been living for the past, you know, 10 to 15 years. When you tell somebody that's looking for a place or a destination and you're like, oh, it's just up the road. Okay. What does that mean to you? To you when you say it's just up the road? Well, here's the thing about that. Your perception of up the road is different than mine. Up the road for me could literally be a a literal mile up the road. Or if I say 
around the corner up the block. It's a literal block of houses, okay? People who live out in the country area, when they say things like that, it could be five to 10 miles, okay? <laughs> it's, we all perceive things differently. We all view things differently because of our experiences. So it's so important to understand how your perception of money might differ from your partners. Because if you're not on the same page, it's going to be a struggle, okay? It's so important. It is so important to learn your partner's money personality because you can use that knowledge to communicate better about money. Even if you don't view things the same way your spouse does or your partner does, when you're communicating about money and you recognize they're not hearing me clearly, if you understand their perspective and how they view money, their money personality, you can then take what you're saying and shift it in a way that they can understand it. It's just changing the vantage point, okay? And if you can get to a point where you're able to take what you're saying, what you're explaining, what you feel, what you desire, and not necessarily change it to meet their needs, but to shift your explanation of it so that they can see it differently. Wow. Wow you're actually helping walls to come down. You're showing them, I'm not disagreeing with you. Help, let me help you understand the way that I'm seeing it and then doing it in a way that's not um, degrading or disrespectful or anything like that. Just like a, um, Kind of like if you were I'm not saying talk to your, your partner like a child, okay? But if you were talking to a child about money, you would have to explain it differently than the way that you understand it because they're not at your level, okay? It's a similar thing. Not to say that your spouse might be at a different level, but they're not viewing it in the same way. So sometimes you just have to reword things so that they can understand it the way that you're explaining it. Okay. Experts have suggested that couples who work together to overcome their financial challenges tend to have stronger relationships. Okay. Stronger relationships. Stronger relationships, relationships that are built on trust and that don't have a bunch of walls up, allow for partners 
to be more relaxed in the bedroom. Okay. When you're more relaxed in the bedroom, there is a higher level of overall satisfaction. Just facts. It's just facts. Okay. So if you want to not only help work on your financial challenges or even, you know, even if you don't have financial challenges and you just want to improve your finances overall or, you know, reach certain goals and you're not communicating with your spouse much about that, start having those conversations, start trying to understand where they are with money, what, how they view money, what their goals are. Okay. Try to understand their money personality. Are they a spender or are they a saver? Which one? And I especially encourage you to do this if your physical intimacy is not at a place where you would like it to be. I deeply encourage you to start having these conversations about finances and maybe just start opening it up with, hey, I was thinking about it recently and you know, I realized that we're not really talking about our financial goals. And I'm curious what, you know, financial goals you have, you know, for our family or for our future. And just open it up with that and not, you know, just allow them to speak into what they desire. And you don't even have to respond to them in that moment. You don't have to say, oh, well, that doesn't align with mine or it does. If it does, great, cool. You can talk about it, but maybe just hear what they say and simmer on it for a while. And then maybe in a couple of days, come back to it and be like, you know what? I was thinking about this and here's my thoughts. It's as simple as that. Remember the most important thing in listening is to listen to understand not listen to respond. Okay. And I can't take credit for that. It is so important to be open and transparent about your financial situation. Set your shared goals and work together to achieve them. Okay. It is so important. And remember this. Matthew 6 and 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So if you are blocked, if you have a wall up and you're not in a space that you're willing to be open and transparent with your partner about your you know, financial history, your financial goals, how you view money. then it can appear that you are treasuring your own perspective 
over trying to come up with a mutual goal, a mutual front, so to speak, to where you guys can be successful in your relationship together when it comes to finances. Okay. People can often view that as a act of selfishness. And don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting that that is what you are doing. I'm merely stating that sometimes people perceive it that way. Okay. And so if that is not your intent, if you don't want to be viewed in that manner at all, then consider am I doing anything? that is keeping a wall up in this situation that could be perceived that way? And how can I navigate that? Anytime someone perceives anything of us that is not accurate, the best way to come through that is to talk about it and be honest and allow them to help you see why they feel that way. If you're in a place where you're like, okay, I hear you. I understand. You know, I maybe in a place where, you know, things are just not very organized, not where you would like them to be and you need some resources to help you get started or maybe get back on track when it comes to your finances, I have some free resources. If you go to www.drmichellemarie.com and select freebies, I have a couple of free resources for you that can kind of help you to reset essentially, okay? They are interactive PDFs. And when I say interactive, I mean that you can click on some of the buttons and they will take you somewhere else to give you more information. Okay. I truly, truly, truly hope that something was sparked within you in this conversation. I truly hope that something resonated with you where you're like, you know what? I'm not completely satisfied in my physical intimacy with my partner. And I think that maybe there's a wall up in either myself or in my partner that is causing us to not be fully honest and transparent with one another. And maybe that's contributing to the financial intimacy these, the physical intimacy challenges. If that's the case, I 100% encourage you to start having conversations today. Because here's the thing. Um, physical intimacy between spouses is a good thing. It is important. It is necessary. And I want you to have 
a healthy physical intimacy relationship. Don't let finances be the barrier to that. Stay tuned for another episode next week.